we, we want to make sure you know how to quote the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want he making me to lie down in green pastures you restore my soul he leaded me in the paths of righteousness yea though I walk through the I shall fear no evil for thy rod and thy staff some people over there quiet that's all right yeah yeah I, I, and you want the people to be able to quote these scriptures and tell you where they are but many of the people that know these scriptures to heart don't know the god of that scripture welcome to the life experience a broadcast brought to you by life worship center where we're led by a dynamic duo bishop denzel and robin rule we are a church that lives in love operates in integrity walks by faith and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. I remember when I went, when I um, was, was over in that school, that angel I went to, and uh, uh, we, had, we had gym class and they took us to Gold's Gym. Um, we went to Gold's Gym and, um, and uh, I was watching everybody lift, you know, they'll be lifting, you know, how to do it, and guy, um, I hope he ain't watching, his name was Duval, oh, that boy was weak, boy, that joke, that dude had, they got, they gave him the light bar, you know, no, you have just a bar, no, no weights on it, and that boy was twisting with the weight, you know, and so I came over him, and I took it off of him with one hand, I said, you all right? And I racked it, you know, and I'm, I'm walking through the gym, making fun of everybody, everybody lifting, and I, I, um, um, I, I keep my eye on Deval. Deval doing, he doing his, his arm curls. And he, he got the five pounds. So I take it from him with two fingers, you know, and I start flinging it, you know. And I'm just showing out there in the gym. And then uh, someone was bench pressing, you know, like 110 pounds. I went up 100 and did like 100 reps, you know. And uh, at the end of, of, of gym class, I got a C and Deval got an A. Coach, my PE teacher at the time, Mr. Markham, he says, Denzel, you never lift, lift it to your ability. He said, Deval was wide open. Deval got an A for gym. He gave it all he had. I got a C. He says, Denzel, I really wanted to give you an F. Because I went to this office, I went fussing, fuming. I said, you out of your mind. I'm the strongest person in here. He said, that's why you got to see, and you should have got to have. Because I will not grade you on Deval's ability. Come on, sir. Ah. Jesus says, he says, the people who I'm calling to come to me, number one, are those that are laboring. If you ain't laboring, don't come. That's cool. Jesus says, if you ain't laboring, don't come. And scripture bears it out because he never has anyone around him that ain't laboring, that ain't doing nothing. Jesus, Lord, have mercy. One more time, what are you doing? If I took your job away from you, and a couple of y'all, if I took your church title away from you, what would you have left? What do you have left? Your job was never given to you to define you. 
Truth be told, the believer defines their job. Why does it feel so good to preach this morning? God Almighty. Now, the next thing he says, this is crazy. Oh, uh, don't. Uh. I had a statement here under labor that says 21st century kingdom living is void of labor, labor but heavy with entitlement. Let me read it again. 21st century kingdom living is void of labor but heavy with entitlement. The 21st century believer, we ain't want to do nothing, but we want everything. The next, the next set of people that he says, y'all all right? Everybody good? Is this, is this good? Y'all cool? Or y'all want to finish talking about COVID? Y'all all right? Okay. <laughs> Watch this. I'm about to talk about COVID. I am for real. He says, the first set of people, he says, that can come to me are those that labor. The second one that I want to come to me are those that are laden. <laughs> come unto me, all ye that labor, and are heavy laden. Laden means burdened. And this thing here blessed me up something, Pastor Perry. He says, um, if you don't have a burden, I don't have use for you. did something to me last night to me. He says I don't use people I have no use for people who don't have any burden. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Glory to God. What is burdening you? What, what are you burdened about? Is there any burden that you carry that doesn't have you at the center? I was talking to some pastoral colleagues this week, and one of the things we shared with a younger guy saying that it's a sad thing that we're losing people of God that have conviction. People that are, the burden speaks to your conviction, what, what drives you, what motivates you. We are losing people that would say, for God I live and for God I die. We're losing people that actually care. We just exist. And let me go back to my introduction. When I see us cowering to COVID, I'm saying we have no burden. Bowing to the pressure of being politically correct. We don't have a burden. Watching the level of crime in our inner city, seeing what's happening. Um, um, every, I mean, right now, I, I like eyewitness page. I'm getting a text almost, I mean, every six hours, I'm getting a notification on my watch saying they're going live. And every time I hear them going live, my belly skips because someone got shot. I was pulling up and they went live. I said, oh my goodness, there ain't no news this morning. Why are they live? So I didn't even open it up because um, something probably happened this morning. What happened? The fire. Lord God. You can save some good news. Somebody got it. No? You know, somebody get baptized. Beloved, what is burdening you? What are you carrying a burden for? Is there anything that will cause you to draw you to the place where you'll miss a meal. 
is it, man? Is there anyone that's not saved that has you burdened? You living with a house filled with unbelievers and you don't have a burden. Your siblings don't know the Lord and you don't carry a burden. Your cousins who you hang with don't know him. But you don't have a burden. You got folks in your church who's sick, in your, in your job who's sick. You got healed in your church and you wouldn't even invite them to your church. There was this brother I, I heard, I'm going to say it, that's all right. There was a brother that I, that I heard about that had cancer. And, um, and I, they, I heard about him, I said, I told the persons who said they love him, I said, bring him to church. Oh, we, we can see. Then I said, okay, okay. I said, if you can't bring him to church, bring him on the prayer call. Never brought him on the prayer call. And then they call, I'm pastor, we need you. He's turned for the worse. You don't have a burden. Burden drives you to action. When you have a burden, you cannot do nothing. There's something that drives you to move when there is a burden. And we have a church, we have believers that are raising up that don't, we don't carry a burden for the loss. The Lord said, get ready. The Lord says to me, he says, he says, he says, when Lura transitions to glory, transitions to glory, she left a mantle in the earth. And the mantle that she left was one of evangelism. And, and I, I was in prayer last night, and the Lord had me to say this. I wasn't going to say it at this point in the word, but I might as well say it now. He says, will that mantle stay on the ground in your church? The, the, the only person who is responsible for more people being in this church than Lura is me. That she, she wants people, Jody, I mean, um, not only came to the kingdom, but is now a minister through Lura's life. And the Lord took me to a scripture. He says, he took me to uh, the scripture that says, except a seed fall to the ground and die, it abideth alone. But once it falls to the ground and dies, it brings forth a harvest. He says, therefore, the, the, the mantle from Lura is not just for Denzel, Dwayne, and Delton, and Devon. He says the mantle from Lura is sufficient to cover the entire house of life. Marisha, I'm about to say something. I don't know if everybody can catch it, Marisha. I'm going to say it to you. Um, um, Marisha, the Lord said to me last night, he says, there's the key to the thousand. He said to me last night, I heard it clear, and since we only have a few here this morning, and, uh, and, and I can talk plain, he says, tell everyone said, um, that you know one of the words over us is that our next stop is a thousand members. I ain't saying it. In, um, that we know that. The Lord said it. Our next stop is a thousand members. He says, I just made it happen when Lura left. Oh, 
Oh, God. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Jesus says, uh, I want you all to go into the utmost parts of the, of the earth, and I want you to take this gospel. I want you to win the whole world. He says, but don't leave uh, uh, Gotari in Jerusalem. They go in Jerusalem. Jesus meets them in Jerusalem, and then he leaves. Glory to God. He leaves. He ascends, and, and he releases the Holy Ghost on them, and day one of ministry, 3,000 people get saved. Because a mantle was left, a mantle was left in the earth. I'm telling you, the Lord said to me, He says, Lura left a mantle. She left a mantle over life with a center, and it's sufficient to cover every member of this house. And if we all take on the mantle of Lura, the thousand will happen before the end of this year. God, I wish I had a church who was walking with me. That's what he said to me. He said to me last night. He says, that's the mantle. Wow. Lura had a burden. She had a burden. And, and this is what, the, you, we will memorialize Lura and, and say tributes. Grab the burden. A burden when you saw someone on their way to a Christless hell. Someone that don't know the camaraderie of this house, don't know the presence, the healing, the worship, the prayer of this house to say, you know what, no man, I, I know somewhere that you can go where you can get help. David says this in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Uh, when they were his brothers, man, his own siblings were, were making a mockery of him, David made this profound statement. He said, is there not a cause? Is there not a reason for us to be upset? Is there not a reason for life to have church? Is there not a reason for the people of God to come together corporately and pray? It, you mean we can close now? You, you mean we can shut down now? David said, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I understand if you shut down like when the economy opened up again. And everybody back to work and, and COVID is gone. I could understand if you shut down then. I'll say it again. I can understand if once we get rid of COVID and COVID is gone and everything is open up again and the cruise ships are moving, the straw market is open and, and the crime go down the street. And if the church decided to take a Sunday off then, I can understand. You know, let's let the whole church go to Tennessee. And we ain't coming to church. <laughs> we just coming on a Sunday to vacation. We're well, having church. We're having a picnic in the yard. But not while all of this is happening. Is there not a cause? He says, <clears throat> he says, uh, come unto me. Those who that labor. That's number one. Come unto me. Those of you that are carrying a burden. And he says, there's one more class of people, Jackie. And I said, oh, I said, it's only two in the text, Lord. He said, no, it's three. I said, I only see two, man. He said, look again. He says, come unto me, all ye that labor. That's one set. Come unto me, all ye that are heavy laden. It's two set. He said, if you put them together, you get the third set. I said, well, who are these people? He said, these three set of people are the people in denial. 
You won't see it. Let me show you. That's the third set of people who I did talk to. He says, I've come for the people who are honest enough to say, my labor ain't lifting my laden. One more time. He says, he says, uh, the third set of people that I'm coming for are those people who are honest enough to admit my labor is not lifting my laden. One more time, they said, over here, and get it. A lot of you, you're lying. Because you are in denial about the truth that the more you labor, the more you are laden. And the truth is, labor is supposed to alleviate laden. I work to lift the burden. But when I'm working and the burden is getting heavier, something ain't right. And church has taught us how to lie about it. And so we come here and lie that we are laboring and we pretend as though this thing is getting lighter. But the truth of the matter is, the harder I work, the harder it gets. What do you do when your labor ain't lightening your burden? Can I preach to that last set of people now? The honest ones who will say, I'm working harder than I've ever worked before. But I am burdened down heavier than I've ever been burdened. Something ain't right. More work supposed to result in less load. How am I making more money and still stuff turning off? I know. How is it? That I now, I, I learned how to pray in the Holy Ghost. I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I ain't copying nobody's tongues now. Mine for real. I, I, I got dialect. I got Holy Ghost dialect. How is it that with all this new Holy Ghost dialect I got, I still catching all the hell I catch it? It seems as though my tongue's opening the door for the demons. I'm growing now more than I've ever grown. But I ain't never been this stuck. Growing and stuck. I'm Townsend and oppressed. I'm working. I have a job. I have two. Out of business. And I'm broke. I have been unemployed and lending people money. Now I work until I tired and Lord God, I can't treat myself to a popsicle. And it hard, um, Lord Jesus, man, I can't buy myself. He says, son, the next set of people are the people whose labor ain't lifting their burden. 
Now that's a real place, Javon. Isn't that like when you when a door open and you're so excited because you see your life changing? You was in church that Sunday. I see myself in the future. And I look much better than I look right now. Something's changing, something's moving. Something's shifting in my life. I see God opening up the windows of heaven. And you saw it because you got the call for the new job. You got the promotion. You like you man, listen. Double doors. Who's about them? Those double doors. The double doors are opening things happening for you, Joey. But how in the world? Am I still as heavy as I am? Thank you for tuning in to the life experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Rule of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street, just off of Robinson Road. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram, hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office, 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.